0: I'm Tara and this is Tarascope, a place where a relationship do, don't, trials and tribulations are discussed. Hello loves, another week means what? It means another week of Tarascope. I was going back and forth per use about what to record. So I decided to phone a friend and you would never believe what my friend told me, Okay. My friend told me to make a happy episode. A happy episode. No lie. At first, I was highly fucking offended. I'm just like, all my ha- episodes are happy episodes. Like, every single episode that I create and I actually upload is an episode that I enjoy. So, for me, I'm happy when I, when I upload it because I'm glad about the content I created. Because it's really hard doing content creation. And so, my friend, they had to explain what the fuck they meant, right? And so, what they meant by create a happy episode is that my last few episodes were about issues or woes that people may experience when they're dating. And so, I was like, okay, let's see. And so, I reflecting back. Last week's episode was single with kids, right? So, we're talking about... The possible trials and tribulation it is when you're dating somebody who has kids and if you want to do it or don't want to do it, right? The week before that, I was talking about sabotage love and how I'm always attempting to sabotage my love life. That's clearly not a happy episode. The one before that was like the vets and the newbies with Rebecca and Rachel, uh Rebecca and Chelsea. And that wasn't a non-happy episode. It was just like dialogue, Right. Then I think the one before that, (laughs) the episode in itself is called ranting and raving. So it was nothing like hella positive either. So I was like, shit, you might be on to something. You just might be on to something. I might highlight the potential issues and problems in dating more than like the happy, like whatnots and shit, right? So not today. You hear me? Not today. Today, I'm going to uplift and shine light, you guys. I'm going to shine light on the dark. I'm going to water the seed of greatness. I'm going to create the foundation for the future. That sounds really dope, right? But I'm probably not going to do all that because I'm, like, hella fucking dramatic. But what I'm going to do, what I'm going to freaking do is produce a happy episode. Or at least fucking dry. Okay? So... To segue into the main topic for this episode, I'm going to just reflect a little bit or like double back to K Michelle interview she recently did on B103 when she made the statement quote, men are not good people, end quote. Let me be very, 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 very clear. I do not agree with this statement. And I do not agree with this statement because it's generalizing. It's generalizing all men of every race, religious background, everything. It's generalizing every man into one box that they're not good people. And you can't generalize like that, not that I feel, you know. And I believe there are, quote, unquote, not good people no matter one's gender, race, religious belief, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So some of the reasons why she thinks this way, I feel, are really valid reasons, right, to make anyone, anyone a quote-unquote not good person or a bad person, right? And so some of the reasons she stated on the interview was someone cheating. If someone cheats on me, more than likely you'll think that that's a bad person, you know? Um, someone who puts down other people, you know, someone who tears women down, someone who pushes this agenda, um, this imagery that every woman can't be, right, without surgery, because that's one thing she mainly talks about, like her insecurities that led to her surgeries and stuff like that. So if you're putting anyone down, that would make you, I guess, a bad person. And she says she hears a lot of disgusting stories. Women come up to her telling her, these heartfelt stories of this person that they love and how they did them wrong, whatever. She said disgusting stories. And, hell, one of the reasons why I don't want to date one of the entertaining-ass niggas that I love talking about so much is not because I've had bad experiences dating these kind of guys in entertainment, but because of the stories that I've seen on TV, the stories that I hear from other people So I wholeheartedly get how you can hear other people's story, especially if it's as constant and as consistent as she says that it is. I don't want to say making it seem as if she's lying. As she says it is, that can weigh heavy on one person, you know? If you're always hearing such negative things about a gender, it would make you look at them in a certain light, right? But I feel like... You should not allow that to alter your opinion on somebody or something, especially because it's so general. Like there's several I mean, men, like that's just one thing. And you can't just put men in a box and just say they're not good people. Right. And I'm still actively working on separating people's stories from stories I read from experiences, people, have. people stories, people have told me and I, separating all that from my actual life experiences, okay? So, because I said it's going to be a happy episode, okay? Happy, happy, happy. I'm going to share some of my experiences with you. Yes, there is a good amount of ain't shit ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have all encountered an ain't shit ass nigga. But I want to shed light on some of the great men that I actually have met. So... I was contemplating, like, y'all, like, I was really contemplating if I wanted to state names. Because for me, I don't, i I don't care about these guys. I know that we all have great relationships, you know, and we don't have any hard feelings. And we, if I call this person or reach out to this person on social media, it's nothing but love, you know. And so for that reason, I was like, you know, I should be able to state their name and really, like, highlight these people But then I was like, well, what if they're talking to someone and I don't want them to hear that episode and feel some kind of way? I'm always kind of like thinking about the other person, you know, and what they might currently um, are currently going through or with their current situations. And I don't want to cause any possible like drama. So I'm choosing not. I'm making this decision as I'm recording. (laughs) So I'm choosing not to state the names. Right. So I'm going to call everyone a great guy and then the number. Okay, so great guy number one. I met great guy number one right when I moved from a land. I'm sorry, to, from Athens to Decatur. I was going to Columbia High School, and I'm not even sure how we like really met in high school. Honestly, like I don't know how our paths crossed, but this individual is so kind and respectful. Um, as I said, we were in high school This person was a little bit older than me I really hope you're listening to this episode and you know who, exactly who you are So he was a little bit older than me And we would go to the movies uh, We would hang out He would bring me food um, He was the first person To take me to Fellini's Pizza And if you know me You know I love Love, 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 love Fellini's Pizza This is like a random, not necessary Like I'm not getting paid for this like, at all. This is not an ad. I love Fellini's Pizza. It's, like, the best pizza to me in the Metro Atlanta area. Anywho, he was the first person to take me to Fellini's Pizza, right? We had so many great memories. Amazing, amazing guy. Um, and then some nights, if we were, you know, some nights, because we were, like, broke, you know what I'm saying, we would just sit in his car and, like, listen to music. Um, one of our favorite people to listen to was Lupe Fiasco. And then sometimes we would just talk. Like, we would talk for. Hours, like hours, such a great, great, respectful individual. I remember this one time my mom got mad at me, my sister, right? And she was like so mad and we were about to go somewhere on vacation or whatever. And last minute I reached out to great guy number one and I'm just like, please let me borrow your iPod. <laughs> you know how old that is? Like, let me borrow your iPod so I can take you with me. And like I said, my mom was mad at us. And so he had to sneak it. So he was trying to sneak it through my bedroom window. (laughs) And my mom caught me. And this has nothing to do with anything, but this is how I'm amazing. It was last minute, same day. I think he had to work, but he went out of his way to like drop off his iPod to me. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just so kind, like I keep saying. So if I have to sum up in one word, great guy number one, I would say genuine, okay? Great guy number one was a very genuine, kind-hearted, respectful person. So let's go to great guy number two. I met great guy number two in high school, but it was like around my senior year, Um, and we didn't really get cool until after I graduated. Um, I met him while I was working at this summer camp, summer camp, not camp, this summer camp, and um, like I said, we got cool after high school, and this guy, he was always there when I needed him to be, right? So at this point in my life, I wasn't making the worst decisions, but I wasn't also making the best decisions. You know, this is around the point in my life where, like, I was – Drinking a little bit more, whatever. I think I just turned 21, I think. And so I was like drinking and whatever. And we would hang out and go to um, Edgewood and whatnot. I have slept on this guy. I have spent a night at this guy's house several times. Several times. Such a gentleman. He always took the fucking couch, okay? If you're listening, once again, I really hope you know who you are. Amazing, amazing, amazing person. One night... <laughs> I was at school. This one ancient-ass nigga I was talking to gave me a wee brownie. I thought nothing of it. I'm like, cool, this ain't really gonna do nothing. Ate the whole brownie because I love brownies, right? I'm a fat girl at heart. That's why I'm getting fat. Anywho, not part point of the story. He gave me this wee brownie. I'm like, riding the bus, don't have a car. Riding the bus, eating this brownie. Do, 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 do. Get to class, and it hits me. I could not go home to my mama's house as high as I fucking was. So... I called great guy number two. Great guy number two. I don't know what he had going on that day, but whatever he had going on that night, he stopped what he was doing. He came and picked me up and he allowed me to spend the night at his house so I could like get my life together because, like I said, I could not, I could not let my mom see me like that. So, if I had to choose a word, just one word for great guy number two, it would be dependable. He was very, very dependable. Great guy number three. I probably met all of these. <laughs> the correlation between all these guys I met was when I was young and I was going through my fuck shit. But anywho, great guy number three. I met a few years later. I was working at Duty Free America at the airport. And if anyone works at the airport, people always say niggas at the airport are hoes, right? They're hoes, they're hoes, they're because hoes, They're mad females walking around with any kind of job you can think of, you know? From Delta to corporate to flight attendants to people who work in the office, anything. So many people work at the airport, it's like a mini city in itself. And so most niggas who work at the airport are mad hoes. This guy was the opposite, right? He was so gentle with me. And what I liked is he was a listener. When we first started talking, he planned one of the best dates that I've ever had to date, right? And he was able to plan such a great date because he actually took the time to get to know me prior to actually inviting me out on a date. And the date was super simple, it was so cost effective. Um it was last minute, it was not say last minute, it was random. He randomly texted me, like, are you available? And I was like, yeah. And he was just like, pack a bag, bring a bathing suit and some like walking shoes or something. i was like, walking shoes and bathing suit don't really go together. I'm like, what the hell are we doing? So he picks me up, we go to like this, I don't say remote, because it's like like, like creepy, we go to this random destination, because I'm not familiar with that area, and we go on this like hike, whatever, and it was so serene, and it ended up to this beautiful little waterfall, and we put our feet in the water, and we were drinking lime maritas, one of my best dates as of today. And like I said, he was able to do that, because he really, really listened to me. And then I remember he gave me this book that I wanted for my birthday. Cause he knew back in that time I was reading a lot more than I read now. And if I had described him with one word, it would be attentive. He was a very attentive man. Um good guy number four. Oh my goodness. I was debating about putting good guy number four in here. Not because he wasn't a good <laughs> not because he wasn't a good guy. Like that sounds really bad if someone that said that. But I was debating about putting good guy number four. On because this dude, no lie, like, I, I did him wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, got, I can be honest. Like, I did good guy number four kind of fucking wrong. So I met good guy number four, once again, back in my younger days. He was in high school. Um, but we consistently kept, we kept in communication, right? And I was dating, no, I wasn't dating nobody. I was talking to him. Right, and I led him on. We he planned this really dope Valentine date. A really dope Valentine date. It was a super great date. And like a month after that, I was in a whole relationship, you know? So just imagine if you're talking to someone, you're their Valentine, and the next thing you know, this motherfucker has a boyfriend or girlfriend, you like, what? Like what? what you clearly had to be talking to this person. Around the same time, you were talking to me, and then you didn't choose me. I did him wrong. And if you're listening to this episode, good guy number four, I am sorry. You did not deserve to be led on um, by me or by anyone, if anyone else has done that to you. I, once again, I apologize. So that's why I was debating about not putting him in, because I didn't really want to, like, go down that road. But anywho, I like about how to be, like, hella transparent on my podcast and whatnot, so that, that. Um, also besides that, um, good guy number four would go out his way to hang out with me. We both didn't have cars and he would <laughs> go like far out his way to spend time with me so we can meet up. And most time we met up, it was like on closer to my side of town, you know? So if I had to use one word to describe good guy number four, it would be caring. That's your word if you're listening, right? So the last good guy... That I'm going to bring up and mention is my good, good friend. I'm going to say his name, my good, good friend, Curtis. May you rest in peace. Curtis was one of those friends who was always there for me. Like, since the day I met him, through all my insecurities that I have touched on on this podcast. I told him tons and tons of secrets and when I say Curtis never judged me and he always was was always there to uplift me and to encourage me and to like empower me like, you know he was just that person once again rest in peace he, he incredible 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 human being if I had to use just one word, which sucks, because, I mean, there's many, many words that could describe such an amazing human. I would choose compassionate. He got me through the toughest, toughest part of my life. And when I remember that point of my life and I start reflecting and getting down again, because, you know, sometimes you think about things and you like, oh, you start talking, like, feeling that way again. I always think about the things that he told me. He was an incredible well he is an incredible man, and I knew he was going to make some woman so proud and so happy because he loved with all of his heart and he was so kind and gentle, and overall, he was so goddamn compassionate. Right? So all of the great guys that I listed, one through five, were not the right men for me. But nonetheless, they were all good people, right? So I just, like, because they were all good people, I cannot agree, segwaying, like tying y'all back in, with K. Michelle that men are not good people. You can't just generalize. I feel like I can't generalize such a statement and put everyone in a box because from the five people that I've encountered who were all around good people to me, That's why I feel this way, and that is why I believe men, or some men, are good people. So when my friend listens to this, text me ASAP, like immediately, 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 and let me know if you feel like this was a happy episode. I feel like I got a little sad at the end when I was talking about my friend Curtis, but overall, I feel like I shine light on the fact that there are a lot of good men. Every single man, all five of the men I have stated, I talked about, were black men. So there are several good black men out there. You have to keep your eyes open. You have to pay attention. And if you encountered a good man and he just wasn't the man for you, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. You're a good man. You're a good man is still out there, okay? Don't give up, right? Like I always say, wrap it up, shield your heart, and keep the faith that love is out there waiting for you. Until next time.